0: welcome to season number two of the go for two podcast episode number four i am your host jackson wallace i got my friend my buddy my pal lucas Avery, with me lucas how you doing
1: fantastic all right we're a week closer to football
0: mr jack we're we're getting there one step at a time baby one step at a time mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i can't wait it's gonna be lovely
1: so anywho, first off comments Oh Thank yes,
0: you. as always. So so yeah. Just in just in case you guys don't know, uh, every week we upload this video onto uh, YouTube as well. So you can leave us a comment in the YouTube section, or you can leave us a comment on the actual podcast itself, and on iTunes or Apple, leave us a review. We'll be happy to read every single one of them uh, as soon as the show opens. So we got a couple different comments today, Mr. Lucas. And guess what? It's not only, not only. For Mr. Casey. Casey has some competition. Did he did he comment though? Casey sure did comment. All right, well we got to got to go with his first. I mean, that's true. Casey got two comments. All me. right. <clears throat> first one, he says, "All right, man. Since I've been up here in East Oklahoma, I've been lacking on all my sports info. Still trying to get a job and get me and kill me some chickens at the Tyson Chicken plant. So so thank <laughs> you guys for keeping me updated." And then he says his next comment, he says, "Look, guys, don't get all hyped all, get all hyped about the draft. Slow your roll." Let's see how these great first-rounders do. It's the pros and 300- to 400-pound linemen break some bones. Ask Alex Smith. <laughs> he knows. Ooh. Okay. First
1: off, the Alex Smith thing is, is crazy. Because if you look at his injury compared to uh, – I'm blanking, it was I'm Jeff blanking the other quarterback. Yes. on To his yes. injury, it's like the same date, the same injury, the, the same left tackle uh, was injured, but both of them were like all pro left tackles that they had that were hurt and at it, the same yard like, line Yeah, like nine-time pro bowlers that like JJ Watt and then some other guy is the it one was that Lawrence
0: Taylor like, or something. Yeah
1: Yes so it's isn't like that, these legends, isn't that crazy? all this stuff lines up. It's wild. It was really wild.
0: I haven't gotten to see the the show that's about him, but I think you did. I did. I did. Maybe we'll touch on that a little bit later. I really enjoyed, if you guys haven't looked at it, uh, so like on, on, on ESPN, they did something, they have a program called like E60 or something, and they just kind of do like, you know, little highlights. It's like a 30 for 30, but not that as deep as a 30 for 30. But this mm-hmm. one was, they followed Alex Smith around for like 15 months. Right. Since the injury happened, lead, you know, leading up to it, they, they they told a little short story about his career, how he was drafted, to the 49ers and the Chiefs and ultimately the Redskins. And now he was, you know, kind of going through obstacles and, and, and tribulations and stuff. And then they show his injury. And dude, like I'm going to tell you guys right now, graphic warning. OK, if you guys have weak stomachs, don't watch it because there's some parts on there where they show his leg like his leg had become infected. Right. Like after the surgery. Mm-hmm. And so they had to like go in and they do what's called a um you might know the thing is called debriefment or something um okay. Yeah, anyway, so they had to, like take away like like muscle and skin and stuff and like it was really, really gruesome. But it's definitely worth a watch. I 100 percent promise you it's worth your time. Uh, go watch the Alex Smith's called Project Eleven on ESPN. A uh, short little plug for Sports Center. <laughs> but but go check it out. It's 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 uh it's worth your time, I promise. No free shout outs. No free shout-outs. Yeah, contact us guys you wanna, you know, get some get some <laughs> ad time on the go for two pod. All right, but I have another comment. This is from our friend Tyler. All right, we called him out last time for not uh, not contributing. He says, I'm going to contribute this time. So, all right, Tyler. From Rotk. TK, he says, this is the baby goat. Mm-hmm. Garrett, as an offensive coordinator, will be better, and I think he can develop Daniel Jones tremendously. Lucas, you have any thoughts on that?
1: Uh, Better compared to who? Just like than they had before? I mean, yeah. Better than their uh, staff before, yeah. Yeah, I, I think they are expecting. We're expecting them to upgrade and a bunch of stuff on their staff. And you would like to think that Danny Dimes is going to get better. And I mean, he did a good job with Dak.
0: So that's true. That's
1: hard to, definitely hard to true. Argue
0: man. with it. I think so too. Tyler, thank you for the comment, man. I really do appreciate it. Yeah, I, I'm telling you, man. I've been worried about uh, Garrett. Going to the Giants, I really think we're in for an 0-2 year versus them. I hope I'm wrong, but I don't think I am. I think it's going to be really, really rough for us against the Giants this year. We're just kind of due for one of those bad years. Still going to beat the Redskins, you know. Still going to dominate the Redskins because they have nothing going on for them. Uh, Probably split the series against the Eagles. But anyway, Mm -hmm. uh, those are our comments, Mr. Lucas. Thank you guys for commenting. Cool, cool. Really, really do appreciate that. Praise, praise, praise. Really helps out the channel.
1: I believe there's one other thing, Jackson, you wanted to touch up on real quick before we really delve into things.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, go for two and us in general, me and Lucas, want to send our condolences into the world. Uh, Legendary coach Don Shula, if you guys hadn't heard, passed away earlier on this week. So we just kind of want to give a moment uh, for him. He was the uh, legendary coach, most winningest coach in NFL history. He coached the only undefeated season uh, all the way through the playoffs, through the Super Bowl, the undefeated Miami Dolphins. I think it was back in 1972 um so anyway moment of silence for uh mr don shula all right thanks don really uh thank you so much we will not be forgotten we promise yeah
1: it's crazy career Um, everything you ever heard about the guy was amazing and for as good of a coach as he was everyone says he was twice the person so
0: oh for sure nothing but good things nothing but good things Anywho, we got yes.
1: we got some stuff happening this week, Jackson. Let's okay, do it. So I believe it's I believe it's Thursday night. Um, mm-hmm. they're doing a three-hour show. The NFL is to reveal the schedules, preseason and regular season. Thank you. Yes. Thank you, because we can. That means for, like later on, we'll be able to get into projections. Yes. Going to do what? Got all the records and everything. We're going to nerd out, bro. <clears throat> We're going to nerd
0: out and
1: go deep dive. Yeah, we're probably going to do like a super early one. We might do a deal where uh, every week we go through the different conferences or maybe we'll do the divisions. Uh, So a bunch of cool stuff. But um, Yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. Super excited. Super excited for that. Uh, What you got, Jackson, off the top of your head for the Cowboys?
0: Go. Uh, Let's see. 16 games. I'm going to think we're going to go 9-7 this year. Ooh better than last year better than eight and eight nine and seven i think we make the playoffs as a wild card
1: 12 and 4
0: 12 and 4
1: 12 and 4
0: at you bro (laughs) okay all right 12 and 4 for the for the titans man i'm I'm liking it i'm liking it i think it all depends on who we have starting at center but we'll, we'll
1: we'll oh yeah for you guys we'll see Yeah. Well, hey, little little bit of information here. Uh, If you have watched the Hometown Heroes pod, um, you will hear me say that Logan Ryan, like no word on him yet, but it looks like he's officially not going to return to the Titans. We gave his number to the rookie that we drafted, Kristen Fulton, and... A couple hours after we announced that Kristen Fulton was getting that number, Logan Ryan went to Twitter and Instagram and did his whole spill about, you know, he was, thank you to the Titans and the fans and everything. His yeah. time in Tennessee was over. Um, I've heard some rumors about him to the Jets,
0: him to the Dolphins. You don't don't really know what's going to happen with him, but uh, solid corner. I mean, anybody will be super happy to have him. I mean, you could plug him in at different positions. He's very versatile.
1: Yeah, he like so he had like an amazing year. It's super weird. He for him, he probably had one of his best years yeah. in terms of stats. But also like one stat that jumps out at you is he also allowed more yards than any other cornerback in the league. But we also yeah. played the Chiefs twice and we didn't have Malcolm Butler. Yeah so Logan Ryan's not really that fast
0: and he's getting up there in age, so <sighs> he still can add some depth and adds add some veteran leadership to any team. I mean, I oh, know yeah. you he guys had like really Bob wanted to Sachs
1: him. last year. Like you can do anything with him. Like he's not scared to come up and tackle. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Anyways.
0: Love it for Jackson. All right. 12, All right dude, I can't wait to dive there. into that podcast. To dive into the schedule and nerd <coughs> out. Uh, so anyway, that releases tonight, guys. I think it's eight o'clock, eight o'clock Eastern. Um, I'll be watching it just to kind of see what's going on. <clears throat> Super stoked.
1: Uh, so just just a little you know a little little preemptive deal. all right I know I asked you like what we thought our own personal team's records right That was just for funsies. um just off the top of your head, like who do you think is gonna be the best team
0: in the NFL mm-hmm. this year? Best team in the NFL. It's really hard for me to go against the Chiefs right now. I uh, you know, Patrick Mahomes really kind of coming into his own um, apparently, Lucas, so I just heard about this recently. Apparently he didn't start like really in-depth understanding, reading and um, can like understand and defenses and learning coverages and schemes up until like a year ago. It right? was like over halfway through the season last season. Maybe that's what it was. Yeah, I guess like six that's months what it ago. Was, yeah, yeah. Up until halfway through the season, it's like, and then he really started hitting another level. So if this dude with this talent, strong arm, you know, excellent feet, and he's he's starting to really understand the game, as I say, kind of the forest through the trees, you know, mm-hmm. then he could take his game to a whole new different level. Um, their offense is still going to be extremely potent. They're in a division. I expect them to win 100 percent I don't feel like Denver has upgraded enough to really challenge them yet. Same thing, with, I mean, same thing with LA. Maybe Tyrod kind of surprises us, but I don't expect them to take a huge leap forward into like that division title. So I expect the Kansas City Chiefs to come out and win their division and be, you know, Tom Brady's not there with the Patriots anymore. I mean, he doesn't really have a whole whole lot of competition. Maybe Pittsburgh is a surprising team. Right, okay. Maybe challenging them. But, yeah, I got the, I got Patrick Mahomes in the Chiefs speed. That's the best team this year. Uh,
1: for the best team, I'm going with the 49ers. Um, the reason I gave it to them over the Chiefs is because their offseason moves up to this point. I know we talked about it last week. We yeah. didn't like the draft of the Chiefs. We love the draft of the 49ers. Absolutely. Um, and, of course, you know, in the back of our heads, we've got our little... Our little Deshaun Watson spooky game. spooky idea that might happen, you know. Ooh, what if that happens during Deshaun our Spooktober Watson?
0: episode or something? Oh, that would be amazing. The
1: Spooktober <laughs> episode, the spookiest thing to happen this week. Deshaun yes. Watson traded the 49ers. The NFL is over because it's been completely taken over by the boy.
0: <laughs> spooky.
1: But yeah, um, I gotta go. With the 49ers. just like. Based pick. on the moves that they did, especially around the draft. I loved I loved how they drafted, and I really didn't like how the Chiefs did. I don't feel like the Chiefs have gotten better over the offseason. I feel like the 49ers yeah. have. That's true. Um, That's true. Yeah, and if anything, you know, the 49ers are going to be super hungry because they lost the Super Bowl. Yeah. So I can see them being hungrier to get back compared to the Chiefs. Um, So, a little more motivation,
0: maybe. For sure. I know we, I know usually we talk about like teams that lose in the Super Bowl They kind of have a little bit of like a, it's not like a curse, but it's like, you know, they kind of, they kind of, you know, fluster and falter a little bit after a loss of a Super Bowl. Rams. Yeah. It just happens. It typically happens, right? But we were sink, we were also saying because of the moves that they are making, and only time will tell the results of that, that they could be one of the few teams that, not only can bounce back into the playoffs the following year, but potentially make another run at a title. <clears throat> so right. I like that pick with the 49ers. That's good. But I'm still sticking with the MVP, Patrick Mahomes, man. Like I think he's gonna take his game to a whole new different level. Am I expecting 50 touchdowns a year? No. But I just don't see a whole lot of competition in that division. Whereas with the 49ers, I mean, you got the Seahawks, you got Russell Wilson who was in the running for MVP last year, right? You got Arizona Cardinals who just got the best wide receiver in the league and also added um, some different pieces to their own line. And you got the Rams who, yes, they've been doing some restructuring. We'll see what they can do, but they're still a threat. So I just, right, I like them. I think they have a better chance of having a better record. But the Niners could be a better team. Okay. Yeah, that's kind of how um, I'm approaching it. Worst team. Oh or you oh, can go with we'll, we'll
1: say worst record since we're talking about schedule, sorry. Although I'm I know going, we're not like super in depth with this, but
0: Dude, okay, so it comes down to two teams for me here. And I have it for different I'm reasons. Easy. Yours is easy. Number yeah, one me go first. I got Okay, you got it. I got the Jaguars. I uh, have the Jaguars. <laughs> Mania. Can't stand Menchu, it. Can't because me. dude, the mustache ain't it, bro. It's not. They and they also we, we we talked, I think we talked a little bit about it in our hometown heroes pod, but uh the Leonard Fournette's fifth year option did not get picked up by the Jaguars. Right? So he's I think he's kind of on his way out of there. He's in a prove it type of a type of uh Right. We're about to we're we're gonna talk about that some more later too. Yeah atmosphere really? yeah. anyway, but I think they're in a harder division. Because I feel like Houston's gotten better. Well, no, I don't feel like Houston's gotten better. I feel like they actually gotten worse. But still, Houston's still tough, right? It's hard for them to beat them. I feel like Indianapolis has Phillip Rivers at the helm with quarterback, right? I think that's better than Jacoby Brissett. Is it miles better? No, but it's better. And then you have the Titans, right? Second best team in the league last year. So, I mean, they're going to lose both games to the Titans. I feel like it's going to be incredibly hard for them to do any well. My second potentially yeah. team? We on them could be the Washington Redskins. The only reason I'm not really leaning that way is because our division is so bad anyway. They could win some games out of that, but I really, I mean the Washington organization, I don't believe in Dwayne Haskins, right? They've been injury prone for forever. They just lost their all pro left tackle to San Francisco. So those are the two teams I'm kind of, I'm battling with right now, Um, leaning more towards Jacksonville. Um, I probably wanted to pick the Bengals. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah, it's a good pick, too. But I – or even maybe even the Dolphins if they don't start Tua. But I got to go with the Redskins. I I don't have faith in Dwayne Haskins. I didn't like him coming out. Um, He's – everyone tells you he's amazing, and I know he's got a big arm. Just not a big fan. Um, Yeah. And then I just – I feel like they don't really have receivers. They don't, they don't really have, have a, a running games. game. They lost their tackle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're all over the place. I mean, they really are. Yeah. And and you talked about like y'all's division not being as good. But when I look at it, I'm like the Giants are, are going to beat them at least one time, probably yeah. twice. Yeah. I see the Eagles sweeping them and I see the Cowboys sweeping them. And,
0: and so. That's a good point. I just see them being able to steal a game. More from us than Jacksonville right. from you guys, right? But anyways, bad teams, both of them. Terrible. Are we going to end Uh-oh. up eating our? Hold on, Lucas. One thing I'm like low key afraid of: Are we going to end up like eating our words here? Like for what? Is like like it, what are the where are the realistic chances that the Jacksonville Jaguars or the Washington Redskins turn out to be actually nasty this year? Yeah, what like Super Bowl? <laughs> like like playoff Zero. contenders what are the chances uh, like what would you give contenders? them yeah so that's like
1: at least an eight and eight season yeah eight and eight or better uh, pretty slim yeah i'd say like 10 like, percent, maybe 15 mean, like cam newton goes to jacksonville and maybe yeah i don't know he goes to florida anyways 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 we'll anyways. see anyways. i don't know uh, curious something to think about continuing on the schedule thoughts right now all right okay let's uh i know the nfl announced that there will be no international games so yeah. i want to i want to know what you think about that cuz number one i love it mm-hmm. and it's not like oh i love it because we're not spreading coronavirus or whatever right. okay i love it because you don't have to travel across the world to across go play a football man. game and those games are scary Like, like, let's say the Cowboys are going to play a terrible team, the Bengals. You expect the Cowboys to win, right? Right. And you get over there, and weird things happen in London, man. Mm -hmm. Weird things happen. Teams do weird stuff. Jacksonville caught fire. Over there, and made it to the AFC Championship. After that, <laughs> that's so true. They
0: did, bro. <laughs> they
1: that's really, really did. What happened? Uh, of course, that was their one winning season in like ten years. So true. Bravo. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but like, uh, it's just it's scary playing over there. Teams don't like it. Fans don't like it. Unless you're over there, and then you love it, and you you're sad that they're not coming. Right. But I live in Tennessee, so. I'm glad the Titans don't have to go across the pond.
0: Yeah. There's a couple different, I think, ways you can look <laughs> at it from. Like, one, I understand that it's a good thing to like, I understand like the NFL wanted to really promote its brand, not just being like America sport, because it just it, it is right now. The NFL is mm-hmm. king, right? Mm-hmm. But wanting to spread that to the world. Okay. Because right. if you get other countries involved, other areas that's more money is being spent on jerseys. Uh, potential more ticket sales. You're in another market, so you're putting more ads out there. It just it's a it's a flowing thing, and it's good for overall yeah. for the right. grand scope of football, American football. Also,
1: However, let me say I don't like I don't like getting up at like seven in the morning to watch a football game.
0: Selfish of me, but true. I don't like doing that either. <laughs> <laughs> selfish exactly. of me, but I... but here's the thing, I don't like it because especially like for for two reasons one you're traveling a really long way and depending on how the schedule is you could be for instance say the cowboys are playing the rams we're just on the west coast all right and say we gotta go play in london the very next week we gotta cross all the way across the united states and cross the pond On those travel weeks, you're not getting the same kind of practice reps. You're not getting the same near rest. Jet lag affects a lot of different players at different times, right? The other reason I don't like it is because for some teams, unfortunately, that counts as your home game. You have one home game in London. So you essentially have seven home games as to where the rest of the league has a full eight. And I just don't... I don't think it's right. Well, it's not that I don't think it's right. It's just like there's definitely an element of unfairness to it because a home game, I would think you have an advantage being at home because, I mean, you're in your own bed, right? You're not traveling. You have better practice. You're on your schedule. And I get like the NFL has like, you know, you have to deal with as many away games as you do home games. But yeah, being away across the pond or even in Mexico or wherever, yeah. It affects that. You know, it affects that well, like that timetable. Right. So I,
1: well, don't I mean like let's it. say let's say you get over there and it's supposed to be a home game for the Titans and we're playing, I don't know, the Raiders. And yeah. let's say they just love the Raiders. Well then it's like, it's supposed to be a home game for us, but they're getting the home field advantage because
0: they yeah, got but all you the Raiders got eighty fans. eighty thousand Raider fans there or something. Yeah, yeah. Like it's 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 different. So I I can understand why the NFL is doing it. I remember the NFL used to have like European teams, like that was the thing. It was like NFL Europe. It was like the right. London Fire or something. And I, I don't know if I'm getting that team right or not, but that used to be a thing. They actually used to be in Madden too, Lucas right. You could play with it. Well, the Mexico teams.
1: games aren't as bad in terms of time and the sure. point now. The field yeah. was just terrible, and according to players
0: and deal with the injuries and it. stuff at that point, it's just yeah. not the same grade of exactly. Well, let's go to Canada. This, I'm down for Canada, man. That sounds fun. But yeah, like especially when you do with London games, it's <coughs> you're waking up a lot earlier. It's you're dealing with travel. It's I, I don't like that. So I'm happy there's no international games this year for those reasons. Not just because of Corona. But right. um, I, understand the, I understand why. I understand why the NFL right, doing right. it. I yeah, get yeah, it. Yeah. Right. So it's good for the game. But. I always secretly hope we don't have a international game that year, because of those reasons. Me too. Right. Anywho,
1: the Cowboys, Jackson. Yeah. Okay. All right. What what'd they do? Who who'd
0: they sign? We signed some. You might have heard of them. I don't know. Uh, it's like one of the very few redheads in the league. Okay. Uh, we signed Andy Dalton, right? So he was a former quarterback of the Cincinnati Bengals. Led them to the playoffs, I think, one, maybe two years. Um, has I a won a playoff. Played. Maybe it was twice. has a won a playoff game. Obviously, he was pushed out of Cincinnati, right? Benched at, at one point last year, I think, for A.J. McCarron. But now it's Joe Burrow's team. They drafted number one. So Andy is a free agent. I like this signing. Um, I really go deep in depth on the hometown heroes episodes that we upload to uh, YouTube every single week. Be sure to check that out. If you want to hear me and Lucas debate about this for a little bit, but I'll give you guys kind of the short and sweet version. I like it, the signing because two reasons one is insurance right we immediately become one of the best quarterback rooms in the league not the best but i think that one's over there in new orleans but i think we become one of the top five or so quarterback rooms in the league right. um and it's insurance in case something happens with deck couple things could happen with Dak. Number one, he gets injured. That's the obvious one. That would be terrible, but I feel like I feel more comfortable having Andy Dalton coming in and still giving us a chance at the playoffs as opposed to, say, Cooper Rush, who we had before. Mm -hmm. Number two thing could happen to Dak. He could hold out and not play. And whereas before our season's arguably over, now we have Andy Dalton, who I think still gives us a chance, and a much better chance than Cooper Rush at making the playoffs, right? So, quarterback insurance, love that. Number two reason, I think it sends a little subliminal message to to Dak. It is, and I don't think it's a huge factor. I don't, like me and Lucas talked about, I don't think he cares that much, but it it is a small sign that, hey, even if you ultimately decide not to come back, we're gonna be okay. If you so, Dak has he has to sign his franchise tender by July fifteenth. If he does not, he voids the agreement and therefore will sit out the rest of the year and won't get his money. Um, a la Le'Veon Bell. Only difference with Le'Veon Bell is he signed his franchise tag. Right. So, but every game he missed, he got deducted a certain amount of pay cut. And once you re- reach, I think it's week seven, Lucas, maybe eight, then you, what you said in the. Yeah, you void your agreement, and then you don't get paid, and you're out, and you can't get back in. So, right, we're gonna find out pretty soon. But I like the, I like the, uh, I like the move.
1: Yeah, it's definitely a good move. Um, got a little, a little nugget for you concerning him and the take it or leave it later so ooh, us be ready alright um, keeping it in the quarterback room because yeah, we, we talk about quarterbacks all the time all right? most important player on the field and we gotta Absolutely. talk about Mr. Cam Newton alright so some other him. stuff has come out recently Jack and mm-hmm. uh, I've seen it on ESPN I've seen it on Fox Sports I've seen it on Twitter, Instagram um not sure who started it, but a lot of people were talking about it. So it, the, people were talking about, should Cam Newton come back, Jackson, if he's not going to be a starter? Some people are saying, yes, he doesn't need to take a break. Other people are saying he literally needs to sit out a year and wait and get a starting job next year. So I want to know right. your opinion. What's okay. your take?
0: Like? like, which way should he go with this? I think he should come and he should play. I, I I don't care if it's a backup position. I think you are put in a much better spot being a backup than sitting out of here for a couple of reasons. Number one, obviously you get paid. You get paid some sort of money, right? There is some kind of financial agreement for you being on the team. And it is right. typically better than zero. So mm-hmm. I think from a financial perspective, that's a better thing to do. Number two, I think there is a realist. There's a small chance however a more realistic chance that you will get to play being a backup quarterbacks right. in this league get hurt all the time it shows we get reminded every single year of how fragile and how delicate the quarterback position is and why it is so important to have one. Because if your franchise quarterback becomes derailed, a la the Pittsburgh Steelers last year, you have a much harder chance of making the playoffs than you would had you had Big bet, right? So backup quarterbacks are important and they're becoming even more important as the game progresses. Um, Number three, you come in and you can learn a system. Who says you can't come in Sign up to be the backup. Say you're the backup for Gardner Minshew. Okay, you're coming into Jacksonville and they decide Mustache Mania ain't it. So you can be, you can win the starting job. There's a chance that you could come in and win a starting job on some certain teams, or you could come in, learn the system, work your way in with the coaches, and right. who knows what happens next year. You're and and if you end up signing with that team and they decide to go with you, you already know the lingo, you know the terminology, you know the city. You know it's you you. There's so much more advantages to have it there as opposed to sitting out. If you sit out, then. What are teams going to do? This is a recent. What have you done for me recently, league? If you sit out a year, then all they're going to all teams are going to look at as your tape from before. You're hoping they remember how good you were in the past, not what you've done now. And 2015 cam 2015 cam. And you are gambling that there's not a new backup quarterback that got a job somewhere else that is thriving or that all quarterback rooms are full or that nobody wants to give you a realistic shot and then you have to work your way back anyway. I just, I think it's a no-brainer. I think you play even if you are a backup quarterback. Yeah, so, excuse me.
1: Um, I definitely agree. I think that if you, I mean, just look at, look at players that miss game time. Zeke. Yes. Elvin Gordon, Le'Veon Bell. I know mm-hmm. these are all halfbacks, <laughs> but the principle uh, holds the same. In in my head, I w- I would think it's even more important for a quarterback because missing training camp and all that, you're not not in sync with your uh, wide receivers. Mm-hmm. You like you said, like if, if you come in, you play as a backup, and you have a chance to come in, you're still in the sway of things. You've been talking to the coaches. You've been around the guys on the team. Yeah. Uh, and I just I think even if you come and you ride the bench for a year, at least you've been. You've still been in football, right? And it's, you're not at home throwing the you're ball showing, with the trainer. You're showing you know, dedication know, too, practice. even around the league. Right. Exactly, and it looks good. It looks way better to other football mm-hmm. teams because um, you don't look as selfish, and that's right. already kind of a neck, a knock, excuse me. It's already kind of a knock on Cam Newton. Is that like some his attitude and stuff? Yeah. So.
0: Uh, so Where do you think where do you think he might land this year? It's, there's a couple different places, man. I I still think I'm holding out for Jacksonville. I know if I've I mentioned Chicago before, but obviously they when They got Nick Foles. They didn't pick mm-hmm. up the Mitch Trubisky option, which tells me they're probably gonna start with Trubisky this year. And put him on a prove it year, you know, and we'll see what happens with that. But um, I would have said LA, but they drafted um, Justin Herbert. So I'm right now, one of the only places I'm thinking Jacksonville, you know, I think. I don't think <laughs> I've said it a million times the, the the mustache mania ain't it I think he can go there I think he could be the starter right away Maybe they come in and they say Hey you're going to come in and be the backup right now You can earn the starting job Whatever they tell him But he can come in and realistically do that I think there's a, a bunch of different backup jobs Available around the league But I think his best chance to start right now Is in Jacksonville Um I don't know man, everywhere else seems kind of full. They have their they're, they're starting quarterback right now.
1: Yeah, I've got I've got two places. Number 1 of course or Jacksonville. I brought it yeah. up earlier. New England could also be a thing. I don't yeah. think they want him. Not not probably a, not, not a but player, that's a think.
0: place where they have a quarterback
1: question. Right. Um so first off, Jacksonville makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think they'll do it, though. I think it makes more sense than any other place, but just because of how their management and stuff is. Um, and they got Minshew, and that's what the fans want. And... For some reason, I
0: don't understand why.
1: You know, the uh, the old GM of the Titans says, if you if you spend time listening to the fans, one day you'll just be a fan. Because you won't be the GM anymore. You get fired. Yeah. And so... We'll see what happens with there. What I'm expecting is for him to go to the Redskins, uh, okay, be a backup for Haskins, kind of the same kind of player, big arms, uh, big strong guys have the ability to move, and
0: oh head the coach and is there. That's and a good point. so,
1: and so you know, like bring him in, like, hey, he's going to be the backup. Let's say Haskins goes down, or he's hurt, or I, I just said the same thing, or he like doesn't know what's going on, you know, because he's a young right. quarterback.
0: And that's uh, not Ron Rivera's guy. Right. right. Ron Rivera did not draft him. He inherited Haskins.
1: Right. And he didn't. And I don't think he really wanted to bench camp. It's kind
0: of. You think so? That was going to be my follow up question.
1: Yeah. Was no, did no, he bench I, him? I think it was. Like he did, but I feel like it was out of his hands. You know, like he's like, didn't want to do this, but like, it's just got to be done. Yeah. Yeah. I could see so that. We'll see what happens. That, that's could, my
0: pick. I realistically could see that. I could. I could see him coming into Washington because, I mean, they're dysfunctional. We saw Dwayne Haskins last year. And I know he doesn't have a very good supporting cast, but he didn't look good. He didn't impress me at all last mm. year with Washington's. And I don't expect more of the same this year. He could surprise me. We'll see after he has a full year within the offense and studying the playbook and learning the terminology. But I didn't see it last year. So... I mean, Washington, Jacksonville, New England definitely seem like different places without a franchise quarterback kind of set in stone, you know? Right. And if you you
1: know, if you're looking for a guy that's like Haskins to bring him up, mm-hmm. Cam Newton fits the mold. That's true. So more mobile, agile. That's my
0: favorite
1: yeah. pick. Yeah. As a as a good pick. Yeah yeah yeah. That's a that's a what solid that's
0: a solid pick, man. Washington, that's a that, that, that that's a solid pick. I I like it. I like it.
1: All right, so Real quick, uh, we said earlier we're going to talk about Leonard Fournette, so let's yeah. dive in on him real quick. Uh, Fifth-year option got declined by Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. There's been trade rumors. I want to know what you think. Number one, what do you think Jacksonville's thinking about Leonard Fournette right now? And then,
0: like, do you expect them to, to make a move with him? Uh, maybe. They might test the waters and see if he's available for a trade. You know how much Jacksonville loves to trade people. They, right. I mean, they'll send them all over the place and try and recoup with draft picks. I think they're in a rebuilding mode and they've been in the rebuilding mode for quite a while i think they have a lot of different a a lot of different questions and as Leonard Fournette approaches 30 and gets closer and closer his draft his trade stock is going to continue to decline so if they're going to trade him i feel like now's the time um they have him come in on prove it deal i know his attitude has been a quite a problem in the locker room before um Uh, Even in college. And even in college, like that's been an issue. Does his talent outweigh that? No. Doesn't seem like that to me. I know he had a decent year last year, but he doesn't stick out to me to where he's like, you know, putting up like Saquon or Zeke numbers to where we can deal with that in the locker room. So I feel like they're going to decline his option. They declined his option already. I feel like they're going to try and trade him to be honest with you and just see if they can get anything out of him. Um, I think
1: if they can get a good deal that they like, I definitely see them trading him. Yeah. If they're not going to trade him,
0: I don't see a long term deal for him in Jacksonville. Yeah. I
1: I don't, I don't think they do. I think they still ride him. Um, I think that he was the only good thing that came out of Jacksonville in terms of production, in terms of numbers. He pretty much it that came out of Jacksonville last year. Um, then you got to think that people some people say that he's lazy he gives up on the team sometimes they his college teammates called him out some of them and said that he gave up on their team uh he's injury prone so it's hard to and and you know the fifth year option maybe maybe they love him for all we know the rumors could all be wrong for all we know they they love him but the fifth year option was just too much money they want to try to get him on a
0: cheaper deal um which again is possible. They yeah. could just stick with him for a bit, get him on a cheap deal for you know four years or so, and give him the ball twenty-five times a game until his legs are gone, and let him retire after that. You you never know. Um, I think that is going to depend and be predetermined by if they can get anything for him. Yeah. Do you think they should trade him? <sighs> yeah. I think so. Yeah. I think so. I I think he's a good running back. I don't think he gives you enough production right now to say he's worth keeping as opposed to, say, a third and a sixth. Right. Or a, a second and a seventh or something. Um, uh, I feel like you could like. I mean, how, how many times have we said this before? SEC quarterbacks and big t- or SEC running backs and Big Ten running backs are kind of a dime a dozen right now. Um, mm-hmm. You know, tank for the draft next year. I they don't really have yeah. a whole lot going on in Jacksonville, so why invest a whole whole lot of resources into a running back with locker room problems?
1: Yeah. So I. Uh, <clears throat> I think they should if they can get a good deal for him, but I don't think they're going to be able to get a good deal. I don't see the yeah. halfback market really... Like, there's not really a big demand for a, yeah, for a, a running back right now. And so you're not going to get a good trade deal on him. I mean, the Titans got rid of Jarrell Casey because we didn't want We wanted to offload Cap, you know? Yeah. And, like, when you want to offload a player because of X reason, their value goes down to other teams. And so I don't see other teams... Uh, I don't even think you get a second, probably not a third for him. Yeah, I think it would be. I think it'd be really hard just because of how the the value that other teams probably looking at him. Like, okay, yeah. he's been okay. He's locker room issues and stuff like that. His production doesn't make up for it, like some other players have been able to. And so, yeah, uh, he doesn't have they, that big they'll of a market. End up keeping him, yeah, I think they'll end up keeping him. He'll become a free agent, go somewhere and be a backup halfback, and like.
0: L.A. or something next year. <laughs> yeah, 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 he'll he'll probably hit the fridge at market, and we'll see who who you know takes a chance on him, giving him kind of a, a lower end deal. You know, probably sign him to a two year, you know, five million a year type thing. And uh, and if he has a resurgence and sign him to a long term deal, that's going to be kind of his angle, I think. <laughs> right.
1: Um. So next up, Mr. Jackson, we have. <gasps> Take it or leave it. Ooh, it's my favorite part of the pod. Love it, love it, love it. All right, for uh, those of you that don't know, take it or leave it is a segment we do every week with the Go For Two podcast, okay? I give That's Jackson right. about five statements. He takes it or he leaves it. We talk a little bit, do a little shimmy here, shimmy there, and it's a good time. Love a shimmy. So, number one. Mm-hmm. So Odell Beckham has come out and said that he believes this will be a great year for him. He's faster, stronger, all that stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. Um. I don't know if you agree. Will this be a great year for
0: Odell Beckham? No, I'm going to leave it because I've heard a lot of talk coming out of from Odell Beckham before. He's, I think he said at some point last year, he finally has a quarterback now or something. He's back with his buddy Jarvis. They're going to dominate the league. No, it's just not. It's not. It didn't work with Freddie Kitchens with that offense. Maybe with their new, their new coaching staff, they're going to highlight Odell Moore. I don't see it, man. He had a really good year. I think it was two thousand. Was it twenty sixteen? With the Giants, um, when they when they went to the playoffs, um, I know he said, or uh, Victor Cruz recently came out and said that their. If those guys don't remember, he I think the night or the weekend before their playoff, their first playoff game. Odell, Victor Cruz, a bunch of different wide receivers were in Miami uh, on a boat, just kind of out partying or whatever before their playoff game. And Victor Cruz came out and said that has come to bite him back in the, in the rear end, several different times or now it's kind of haunting him. And I think it's going to haunt Odell too. I don't because of that. And he has a perception of not being like taking everything kind of like super serious. Like, He gets really frustrated and upset when the ball's not thrown his way. He gets really upset and frustrated when he's not scoring and doing well. It's like he wants to do really well, but I don't question his intent. But I question the way he goes about things sometimes. And I don't believe this next year in Cleveland is going to be the end-all, be-all Odell Beckham 1,500-yard season. Right.
1: Uh. I mean, I'm also going to leave it. Uh, My main thing is he's had a great year, and I feel like Odell did so much with the Giants. Yeah. And now I don't necessarily think he's, like, the number one target. He's, like, 1A, and then Jarvis Landry is, like, 1B, you know? Right. So, um, so, I mean, I think he can have a good year. If the coaching staff comes in and does some good stuff and Baker Mayfield plays better this
0: year and their offensive Mm -hmm. line plays better... Which I would think yeah. that you know they got o lineman, they got their piece. I think they then they signed Jack Conklin as well. Yes. All right, yeah. so they picked up two different O linemen. That should definitely help. <coughs> also, one thing we can't forget, Baker Mayfield with all this corona stuff is not shooting commercials. Therefore, hopefully he's looking at his playbook. So less commercial shooting from Baker should theoretically lead to better numbers. We'll yep.
1: have to wait and see. Still throws a better ball than Lamar Jackson. Um. Anyways, True. number two, uh, Frank Gore has gone to the Jets. Yes. All right. For those of you that don't know, uh, this man is linking up with Adam Gase again. I don't yeah. know why you'd want to do that, but you know, whatever. Teach his uh, own man. I don't know. Hey, my man is a dinosaur, and he is still out there grinding. This dude, and he's still a, a good running back. I feel. Oh like. yeah, absolutely. Oh. Future Hall of Famer. I want to know, are they are they tired of Le'Veon, Bill? Like, are,
0: they, is, are they trying to replace him? Maybe he's setting up for a trade? You know, we've heard some reports saying, like, I mean, we even said it, like, in the Hometown Heroes a little bit, like, Le'Veon isn't really wanted in New York. He was trying to seek a trade last year. He wanted out. um, But nobody would bite or something. I don't know. It's like, at that year off that he took, really really hurt him. Dak, it really, really hurt him. <laughs> so, like, you're just not the same player, not the same guy. And I understand that the line wasn't the same and that they're rebuilding and, you know, they got a new quarterback and everything. But still, like, it. To if they signed Frank Gore, I don't think they signed him to give him the ball five times a game. I think they signed him to give him 10. He's going to have a... Role in the production, which means that there's going to be, even if it's five less carries a game, there's going to be less carries for Le'Veon. So I think they're right. ready. I think they're ready to move on from him. I, I, I don't know if he does come in. well in the locker room. You know,
1: right? I think I think Frank Gore can definitely come in and be a, a first or second down back. Yeah. Um, Bell come in be the third down back, and let Frank Gore be your workhorse because if they believe that Le'Veon Bell can't get it done, you know.
0: Um, right, right, and I hope and I hope Le'Veon Bell can. I really do because, I mean, back in like you know twenty seventeen twenty eighteen, dude was a, a fantasy point machine, right? I ain't picking him up. I ain't I'm not. Them. I'm not either. I'm just saying.
1: Yeah. Um. Next up, Mr. Jackson, staying on the halfbacks. Marshawn Lynch has been talking to Seattle. Yeah. Uh-huh. Do you think it's worth bringing him back? I, I do want to say they. They have two good running backs already without him,
0: um, but both of them got hurt. So, yeah, I, I mean, I think so. I think you get him on a, you know, a, like a vet, like a veteran minimum minimum deal or something. I feel like he wants to play. I don't know. Give him a lifetime supply of skittles or something. I don't know. You do whatever you got to do to get that man in that locker room. But I feel like he provides you insurance because you just said durability issues with our running backs. It's a thing. Two it gives you a really good option of the goal line purely for goal line circumstances, we're inside the 10-yard line, we're inside the 5-yard line. You bring Marshawn Lentz out there, he is an immediate threat. He will give you 5 hard earned yards 3-4 times a game. And that's worth having right. him in there. You can even bring him in, line him up as the fullback, right? You got whoever you got by their Procy or something on their tailback, you give, you can give it a fake to Marshawn and a toss-out. You can do some different you know, read options with uh, with Russell Wilson and just bring up, you know, have Put him in ten plays a game. If you bring him on a veteran minimum deal, if it makes sense in the cap, he gives you a lot of, of options in the in the goal line formation for sure. Right. Yeah.
1: I definitely agree. I think you gotta you gotta take it. Take, take it, man. Keep take it. it. Um, the Andy Dalton Nugget. All right. Okay. <laughs> I'm ready for this one. Take it or leave it. Andy Dalton will be the starter for the Dallas Cowboys week one.
0: Oh my gosh, you really put me on the spot
1: like this, didn't I'll you? I'll go first. I'll go first. Okay, okay. I'm taking it. I'm taking it what because because Dak Prescott's going to hold out
0: You think so oh man you know that is a definite possibility Um, unless they pay him if if they haven't paid him though my boy ain't playing I don't know why I said my boy I don't really like him (laughs) I'll put it to you this way if we can't sign him to an extension by July 15th he's not signing his tag I don't think so I think he'll sit out. Okay. In which case, yes, A and Dalton will be the starter. Well, he's right going to sign the
1: tag because he wants to keep on talking about getting an extension. True. And then he just won't show up, just like Melvin Gordon and Le'Veon Bell. That's true.
0: That is true. Um, I'm going to leave he'll it for right now. Seven. I'm going to leave it. I I because I think I think Jerry's going to cave. And I think they're going to pay him. I think they're going to overpay him. And I think that's going to have repercussions on our team for the next several years. But Jerry already showed us he's going to cave with Zeke. He's definitely going to cave with his franchise quarterback. Um, Dak's going to get paid. He's going to be the starter week one. He's going to be the guy for the next couple of years. And The chips will fall where they go. We'll see what happens with the cap and with our team after that. I don't know. But I think think Jerry's going to cave.
1: Scary thoughts, Jackson. Scary thoughts, Um, and as sad as that is. Last one. The Saints are never going to win another Super Bowl with Drew Brees behind center. Oh, my gosh.
0: I'm going to leave it because I still think they have a chance. I feel like they've been knocking on the Casey. This is for Casey. I'm going to leave it because as long as Drew Brees is under center, I feel like you have a chance. You have a chance to make the playoffs. And if you're in the playoffs, you have a chance to go further. And I feel like he gives you – He is among the elite of the elite quarterbacks. He's definitely a future Hall of Famer. And as long as he's under center for you, you have a better shot at making the playoffs and therefore the Super Bowl than other teams. Um, I feel like he's going to be in contention this year with the NFC. We'll see if they can finally get it done and get there again. They've been knocking on the door for three or four years straight now. We're either going to see two things, Lucas. We're going to see a... Massive rapid deg- uh, regression in the team, or we're going to see them punch through the glass ceiling and make it out. So I'm gonna I'm gonna leave it. I think I think there's a there's a chance they could he could become Super Bowl champions again.
1: I'm gonna leave so. it. Tom Brady's there. That's all I gotta say. Tom Brady's there. Wait, so you're taking it then? You're taking well, it that he will. not Oh, be. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, 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 okay. yeah. I'm, ta- I'm taking that he won't win. I'm leaving that he will. I'm leaving because your thing, and I'm picking up mine. And I'm taking. I'm taking the first thing I said.
0: Okay. Right, right, right. Because because Brady's there now. That yeah. I mean, well, we talked about it, right? Brady coming in, making it to the Super Bowl, being the first team to host the Super Bowl, and therefore the first team to win the Super Bowl in their own stadium. Drop the mic. Boom. Done. Goat. I mean, he already has GOAT, but that's next-level GOAT. Let's so real GOAT.
1: quick, out of nowhere, do you think like, – let's say Drew Brees thinks he wants to retire after this year. Uh-huh. He's like, I'm going to give it all, my all this year, and we're going to win the Super Bowl this year. Yeah. If Tom Brady goes and wins it in his own stadium, do you think he retire – if he retires, I don't want to ask you, do you think he retires? Right. Um. Let's say Tom Brady goes, wins it, retires. Does Drew Brees come back for another year? Yeah.
0: Because then it's like Tom Brady's not here. I got to change. Tom Brady's Tom <laughs> not in this division anymore, and bye, go Sean Payton. We're gonna make it one last run, man. Go get me all, every weapon you possibly can. Give me Marshawn Lynch for the goal line. Go out and get me Cooper or something like the. The Saints will make, and that's it. In that circumstance, they say, okay, we're going all in for Drew Brees, twenty twenty one. I don't care what draft capital you have to give up. Go get him weapons. That could be scary. I feel like he goes one more year. Okay. However, on the flip side, if he somehow wins it this year, he's done. Okay. He'll ride off into the sunset as a champion. I'll fill up.
1: That's it, Jax.
0: Hey, that's, that's that was a got. great. That was a great podcast, man. That was, it was awesome. A good one. It's yeah, a good guys, thank it's you so. I'm sorry. So it's always a good time. Heck yeah! All right, guys, thank you so much for watching. Uh, just a reminder: we could be found. We're all podcasts can be heard. Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Anchor, Radio Public, all of it. You can find us on there. Go for two podcasts. Just type it in. You'll find us. Um, got a really cool logo. And then we also upload this every week to YouTube. So youtube.com slash go for two podcasts. Don't forget to check out the Hometown Heroes uh, exclusive on YouTube videos that we do every single week. Me and Lucas talk about the Titans and the Cowboys, AKA the best two teams in the league. The only two teams that really matter all in one nice video for you guys. We just uploaded one the other day. Be sure to check it out. Leave a like. Always leave a comment Comment down below we read comments every single episode at the very beginning so tyler thank you casey you're the goat as always leaving us more than one comment you're the guy uh thank you so much for watching guys and we love you bye this is